Alright everybody, you thought we were dead. We're not dead. We're back with another episode of Maple Bomb. Mark, how are you feeling, dude? What the fuck crawled into your throat? I don't know. Okay, well, see, that's Listen, the thing. They try to stop us. They literally, we had this planned, and then my throat got fucked up, and I was like, no, we're gonna fucking do an episode. I don't care if I sound like Steve-O. We're gonna fucking do it, okay? You sound like Steve-O before the drugs, or after the drugs. I don't know. Look, his throat sounds like shit. My beard is now gray. This is season three of the Maple Bomb podcast. This was me a year ago. Look, <laughs> young and, 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 and a, a wholesome. Fuck, you can't see it on the goddamn video because the fucking light. Because the damn camera light. Anyway, I'm younger there. That's when Jordan defeated me at the goddamn Rose Battle. It went downhill from there. Many more Rose Battles were lost on my end. But anyway, we're back now. My my beard is gray. My dick is small. And the podcast starts right goddamn now. Yeah! Yeah, you guys thought we were done. We're not done. We're just getting nope. started, all right? No bullshit. This comedy shit has aged me by years. Absolutely, you know? absolutely dude. Oh my it's gosh. like it's like when you see like a, a president when he first gets into office and after two <laughs> terms he looks like shit. Dude, uh, like I uh I'm getting white hairs now. I'm 26 and I'm already getting white hairs. I don't know That's if it's not wrong. good. That's really not good. You really are going to turn into your fucking favorite my, my comedian fucking, of all time. Yeah. Fun fact, I wish this was behind me, but... Oh, wait, I can't take it off. Damn it, it's, it's nailed. I have a Steve Martin photo right there. Do you have a Steve Martin? A Steve Martin, yep. He's yeah, just yeah. hanging on my wall. <laughs> he's just <laughs> hanging on my wall. He's like... He's hanging by his head. You put the arrow through his fucking head. He's like, "Ow, I didn't. I haven't Ow. done this act in. I haven't done this act in fifty years. Ow, get me Ow. out of here. Ow." But no, we're we're here, guys. Uh, we're gonna we're trying to stay more efficient. Uh, we don't know. We don't I'm know. We're, okay. We'll see. We've been here's but the maybe have a live show idea coming in the works. Maybe don't get maybe. Your hopes up. That's another reason we've been kind of like, ooh, that'd be kind of cool. So we're, we're maybe. We'll get back to you guys. We'll keep you posted. Uh, but yeah. Um, if not, there's no other podcast to listen to. That's true. There's no podcast. No comedian. Comedians don't do podcasting. I've never heard of it. This is the, when we came up with it two years ago. We were original. Everyone copied us. Yeah, yeah. Everyone came out of the Woodworth afterwards. You know, so that was our like, idea. Was a good idea. And then yeah. he made over three thousand episodes. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> We uh, you see, he found like a, a time loop. Okay, we we started it first, and then he found out some fucking Christopher Nolan goddamn time loop to make three thousand episodes before we did. That's true. That's true. It's a paradox. Paradox, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, look, we're we're tired. We want to discuss the crazy gigs we've done in the past couple years, and yeah. uh, when you're at our level, you gotta agree to some really. Weird shit. Yeah. In faraway places, you don't know how good uh, it's going to be. You don't know what you're going to get yourself into. So we want to talk about all the weird, wacky gigs we've done recently. You know, it's Jordan, so crazy that you, uh, you, he brought this up right before the podcast. And like yesterday, 
I was like, man, that'd be a fun episode if we just talked about like our worst shows. And then Mark goes, you want to talk about our worst shows? And I was like, yes. Well, worst and best. I, I think some of these have a great story to tell, and then some others... Yeah, like maybe not... I'd also like to hear weird shows that you thought were going to be bad, but they ended up being a fucking blast. That'd be kind of fun, too. Well, I want to talk about one recently. Uh, I recently screwed up my back again, right? Wow. Because I did a weed show in, uh, in oh, Chico. Oh, you told me this. You told me this. Now, here's the deal. Uh, it was in Chico. It was at this awesome, awesome venue called Gnarly Deli. I heard a lot about it. I thought, who cares? And then I went to it. I was like, this checks all the marks, low ceilings, uh, cool aesthetic. Uh, everything's set up perfectly. Nice lighting. Uh, uh, cool staff. Good host, Jake Risley. Everything about it, it's a nice, nice setup. Perfect. Good lineup. Right. Uh, it was me. It was Jake Risley, Connor Martin, who's my favorite two and nine comic. Fuck right. you. Fuck you. Fuck Ooh. you. I'm pointing to you, Jordan. Pointing to you. Why? Fuck you. Because that's my favorite two and nine comic. That's amazing. He's one of the best two and nine comics out there. What are you talking about? I just want to get mad for no reason. Why I'm you say fuck me? I'm not anywhere near it, Connor Martin or any of the deaf puppies level. The fuck? <laughs> like. Fuck you. And then the headliner was uh, Miles Weber. So Ooh. this was a good lineup. Uh, the, the concept of the show is this, okay? Wait. You... Did yes. somebody make a joke toward, uh, to Miles about trying to give him fentanyl? I don't know. Because he posted a clip online, and I heard somebody in the background. And I was like, he, sound, he laughs like Mark, somebody in the background. So I don't know if you were watching him. Was there arches in the background? Maybe. Or columns or something? I'll have to look. I don't remember. All right. So anyway, this is what happened. You do a set, okay? Okay. Then everyone does their sets. Right, right. And then there's an intermission break. Yes. You go to the back. You smoke pot. Now, the pot was served in this thing called the volcano. Okay? So what, like a bomb? It was like a bong, right? Like a plastic bong, and the, the, the weed smoke swirls around in it, and they hand you a straw. And you take your straw, and you, you, you suck up all the weed smoke out of it, and it goes inhales into your lungs immediately. Is that like a hookah? Sort of. Sort of. Okay. So anyway, you get, you get the high. It hits you immediately. All at once. Uh, I'm not tolerant with weed. So I immediately started coughing and coughing and coughing very hard until it was like this. <laughs> like that. Jesus Christ. So I was coughing so hard I threw out my fucking back. Oh, Mark. That, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> uh, Connor Martin, on the other hand, is totally okay with weed. Dude, so he had is two hits. <laughs> yes, he is. So he had two hits of that shit. And guess who had the best set of the night? That fucker. Uh, Me, on the other hand, I had a decent uh, uh, stone set, uh, but uh, my last joke didn't land. It's okay. I just wanted to get through the set. At the end of it, I was like, give it back to your host, Jake Risley, everybody. Jake, you're going to have to find the mic stand. And I just went up to him and handed him the mic and just went in the back. (laughs) I, I think I'd have a freak out if I was high on stage. Yeah. 
Dude, I was in the back and I was like, I just got to get through this. As long as I don't say the, <laughs> like... dude, I, I was like, I just, I don't care if it's going to be good or bad. As long as I get through it and I don't say the N word, that's fine. Why? Why is I, that your immediate thought? Because I just don't know. I was very, st you know what it felt like? It felt like I wasn't doing comedy. It felt like I was playing a first person shooter. Okay. Uh... That's what it felt like. It just felt like there was a reticle and I was looking at audience members and they are enemies, and then like there's this like laughs meter, and then there's like this nervous meter on the on the bottom of the screen. That's what it felt like. Well, I'm glad I, you, I'm glad you got through it. But I got through it. I got some laughs. I earned my pay. I had a nice sandwich, and thank God Connor Martin drove me back. Oh, there you go. Thank. Did you God. drive your car, and he drove your car? Yes. I had to do that for Mark before. <laughs> yes. That gives me so much anxiety. I fucking hate driving other people's cars. I've done that for like my roommate, even my fiance, because they have nicer, like you, her, everyone I know has a nicer car than me. What's what's easier to drive than a fucking no, Honda it's Civic? It's easy. It's easy. What I'm saying is it gives me anxiety when it's not mine. Oh. Like I have a 2012 <clears throat> Honda Civic. Yours is like what? A 20, like 20, 2019? Not a fucking Hummer, you know? Yeah. I'm just Come saying, on. like, I'm like, this is so nice, and if I hit anything, I'm fucked. That's my. Um, but, but yes, I don't know if I'll do another weed show. Maybe I will. Fuck it. Who am I kidding? You know, they need the stage time. But um, that was quite an experience, and I was glad I was on it. It was a fun show. And we all had a good time. I it mean, just yeah. also the audience members were stoned as well. Man. <laughs> and they said, oh, there's been How various. They they all joined us in the back. There was a vendor. There was a weed vendor there. Oh, that's cool. So, and they were like, "Wow, yeah." Some of these shows, some of those, uh, some comedians just go up there and just stare at people and don't even right. tell jokes. So I'm like, "All right, well, at least I did something." Right. But uh, <clears throat> I'll say this: when I was in the back, when when the, somebody went tell something and didn't get a laugh, it felt like it lasted for two hours. You know, that's what yeah. it felt like. It was just, it was a fucked up show, Man. but it was fun. Anyway, what do you got for me? Uh. This one's one of my, I, uh, this one's pretty bad. Uh, so I don't want to give it away too much of who, whatever. I'll just say the story. So I got this gig where they were throwing a birthday party. Uh, and it was, and it wasn't what you would think. I get there. It's at a warehouse. So the way to get in is like a legit, like, you know, garage door. They had to open up. Yes. And it was like a two-story warehouse, so there's people like on a balcony. It was packed, right? Like maybe over a hundred people there. But the, in the middle of this place was a circle stage, right? And people were around it. You were doing the round, and I was like, okay, a lot of people here, but it's loud as shit, right? Because they're just playing like music and sh and stuff like that. Yes. Um. So then, uh. <laughs> The DJ booth's right next to the table. So the guy goes, all right, you guys ready? And we're like, yeah. He turns off the music, and everyone's like, who the fuck did that? Who turned off the music? And he's like, hey, we have some comedians for you. And oh, like, God. No, oh, God. Oh, God. We don't want oh, comedians. Oh, shit. And I'm like, I guess we shouldn't do it. The guy's like, no, 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 fuck that. You're doing it. And, we're, and this is like my first year. So I was like, all right. So I grab the mic and I'm like, hey, everyone. And everyone just doesn't give a fuck. Everyone's like, fuck these guys. Da, da, da. Except for three people in the front row of the of like the, the stage. 
So, you know me, I'm like, fuck everyone else. I'll perform for these three. Sure. So I'm having fun with these three, you know, screaming over every, that's probably why my <laughs> voice sounds like this. I'm all talking, talking, and there's this fucking small, like, I'm talking like five, six Mexican guy, face tattoos, white beater, you know, in the back. Just watching. Something, people out of a David Ayer movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's just watching me. And then um, I'm talking about my girlfriend. Like, oh, yeah, I got a girlfriend, da 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 and she goes, oh, is she pretty? Bet you she'd suck my dick out of nowhere. Just screams it. And then the, it actually gets quiet. Yeah. And all I said was, nah, bro, she only fucks tall guys. Like, that's right. all I said. So, again, yeah. not, not clever. Just no. like I was new. And I say that, and he tries to rush the stage at me. He's like, what the fuck you say to me, you piece of shit? And his friends are holding him back. But I was so irritated. I said, what are you going to do? He's like, I'll fucking shoot you. I'm like, with your squirt gun? Right. And he's like, I'll fucking kill him. I'll fucking... And they had to throw him out of the party. And it got some people's attention. So I was like, okay, okay. We got like 10 people now. I like it. You were like doing like the roasting of like a 10-year-old kid. And he was like yeah. going ballistic about it. Like, hey, booger head. What are you going to do about it, small fry? You're going to shoot me with your squirt squirt gun? So they, he's like, you motherfucker. I'm going to kill your dad and yeah, you rape your mom. That's literally how he sounded. So literally, they throw him out of the party. I'm like, okay, cool. And then, but since that happened, some people are like, oh, this is funny. And they, I started to get some people. You thought like, it was a skit. <laughs> so I was like, awesome. I'm, I have like ten people now. And all yeah. of a sudden, you know, like I said, this is the stage. The garage door was right here to let people in. Three dudes on dirt bikes roll up and start doing donuts outside. And I'm like, uh, like I'm like, what the? F and no one, everyone just was like, ooh, looking at the photo. So I'm like, fuck this. And so this I, was a private gig of horrors. Yeah, like, and then literally, right, right after my set, I just got in my car and left because I didn't want to take any chances with that guy. Like, I definitely was like, he might have a gun. He, I mean, face tattoos. He might, he has a gun. Did you get paid well? No, I didn't get paid at all. Oh fuck! <laughs> it was my first year of comedy. That sucks. The payment just... was uh, was publicity. <laughs> oh fuck! Literally, like that one, I always look back on because so I did it. <laughs> that was the second year I went there. The first year I went there, it was actually a good time. Oh okay okay. Like it was the same exact thing. It was a little still a little rowdy, but uh they the, we had more people like our tables around listening. And then uh, they're like, hey, we loved you guys. You want to come back a second time? And that second time was just complete. Like, the third... they, they had the dirt bikes and all that shit. And we were like, we're not coming back. Fuck this. The second time was the third deck of the Oakland Coliseum. Yeah, sure. Yep. <laughs> it, yeah, basically, it became like a tailgate party thing. Where, like, there was <clears throat> people outside, smoke, like, being loud and shit. It was for, like, a weed club party. Yeah. So, like, there was weed and alcohol and shit, but, like, that wasn't really an issue. It's just, like, the motor once the motorcycles came in, and then I was like, they don't give a fuck. Like, this, and the second time, I think they may have seen the first show. So, like, the first time, like, we have some comedians for you guys, and they were, like, very supportive. Yeah. And then the second show, like, the next year when we went back, they're like, we have some comedy, and everyone's like, no! Boo! Well, there's... If there's music going on and all that shit, it's just like, no, I don't kill the mood. Like, yeah. we were having a good time. We don't even hear these assholes. But we don't know any better because they're, like, saying, hey, <laughs> we want comedy. So I'm like, oh, they want to hear me. 
And then right. you get there, and then people are like, oh, I didn't know there was going to be fucking comedians. I wanted to just party. Now i got to listen to this. Guy. That's 50% of the bar gigs I've ever been to. What? There's fucking comedy here. What the fuck? Yeah, that, <laughs> one, uh, that one was an interesting one. I have an interesting sort of a uh, private gig that I did with uh, our buddy, Nick Michelson. <clears throat> those gigs I'm talking about, I was with Nick Michelson. <laughs> no. He's the perfect guy to have in that scenario. Um, but uh, I we... have something I want to tell you, but I can't tell you on air. Oh, good. Come on, like say it here. No one's going to listen. We don't, we don't have anybody to listen I, to this podcast. We, we killed our own viewership with our long breaks. Come on, tell us. Nobody's oh, hearing I right can't. now. I can't. All right. All right, he'll tell me off here. Me and Nick Michelson, we did a uh, gig in uh, June of this year. Uh, <clears throat> it was at this place called Kirkwood Ski Resort. Was that a ski resort? <laughs> okay. Kirkwood. Uh, uh, this newer comic at Areno, she booked us. And uh, uh, we get there, and she when we're driving over there, uh, she, did, she writes in the group uh, chat, uh, have it be PG-13-ish. I'm like, okay, we got that. <clears throat> so uh, Michelson was going to be the headliner. I'm being the feature. So we get to the gig, and we're with these two other edgy comics. Uh, and we look at the crowd, and uh, the crowd that lines up, it's a bunch of kids sitting Indian style. And I mean 20 of them. 20 fucking 8, 7-year-old, 6-year-old, 5-year-old kids sitting Indian style with their parents. Oh, boy. And then uh, the lady running the show goes, okay, Michelson, <clears throat> You're gonna do forty, and Mark, 40? you're gonna do Mark, you're gonna do twenty, and we're like, Michaelson's like, I'm not doing forty, and he's not doing twenty, so we reduced their times down to manageable twenty five and manageable fifteen, and we realized, all of us together, that we're gonna have to do a G rated show, man, and we are all fumbling through our notes we are all looking at our, our cell phones we're fumbling through our notes we're writing jokes on the spot i'm going he i guess i'll do my hammerhead shark joke i guess and i was like well can i change in this joke to make it g-rated <clears throat> i was like to nick hey the kids still like toy story huh? i got a joke about toy story <laughs> we're just thinking of anything i like toy story we we looked at the objective like this it felt like all of us were on a ship. It got hit by a torpedo, and we're doing everything in our power to plug in the hole in the ship so we don't sink. And we did it. I mean, <clears throat> hey, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I thought this. Kids like roasting, and they like you to be kind of animated, right? You're like, look at this stupid fucking kid over here. That's what I did. I said this. If a kid didn't laugh at my joke, you didn't laugh at my joke, you little squirt you. Hey, you. Oh, yeah, you don't laugh at me? Well, guess what? You're Mr. Poopy Pants. And that guy's like a big laugh, you know? The kid's uh, like, you're Poopy Pants. Yeah. I slipped and I said, fuck one time, right? Ooh. Okay. And I, I recovered nicely. I was like, okay, hey, hey, that's okay. That's okay. These kids watch PG-13 movies. You're allowed one F-bomb in, in a PG-13 yep. movie, okay? Yep. This kid, you what, you've heard the F-word in your Transformers movies. And the kid was like, I don't watch Transformers. It's like, get up to this little boy, everybody. He has taste. <laughs> I, I just did everything in my power. Everything. At one point, I, I used the word prejudice, right? 
And the kid was like, I don't what, know what that means. What, is that? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, she, he, he was like, I don't even know what that means. Like, oh, that's nice. Give up to this kid. He doesn't even know what the word prejudice means. That's the most wholesome thing I've heard all day. It was like, no wonder he liked the first comic. The first comic was black. Oh, my God. And the kids I, still don't get it, but that was for you guys. Yes. I looked at everything, too. It's like, look. <clears throat> half these jokes are going to be for the kids. Half these kids, half these jokes are going to be the jokes that flow over the kids' heads, and the uh, and the you know, adults like it. You know, like in the Pixar movies. Right, right, you know, right. yeah. Yeah, they always have jokes like that. It's like, oh, you kids don't get it, but your your parents do. <clears throat> and then I sat them all down, and I did my three little fucking pigs joke about the big bad wolf trying to fucking kill himself, yeah, and that yeah. got a and that got a goddamn fucking standing ovation. And that it was the best fucking set I had all year. Wait, that you told the whole suicide part and everything? Yes. Wow. I didn't know what to do. I was looking through my notes. I was like, it during the whole thing it was like, you don't, you don't mind if I look at my notes, right? And like, go for it. We don't care. And I didn't know what to do because my last few jokes were, were, it was the set I wrote out earlier, and it was like, come, fucking, eating ass. It was just all this shit that I can't do. So then I was just like, I don't know, uh, screw it. I'm going to end on this one. I don't care. And I just did it, and it got like a big applause break. And that was it. I was like, good, we're done. Good night, everybody. And fucking the best set I had all wow. year. Legendary. And then Nick killed it. The show had two all edgy comics. So the comics from Reno were was this girl named Fiona Reed and Mo. And they all do dark jokes, and we were all shitting bricks when we got there. I love that you bring up Nick and children because when we did, uh, I have another one. We did Lodicon. Very quickly, though. Very quickly. He did a joke about, you know, dads. You know, uh, it's like, you guys, you pick kids are great. You have a dad. Well, <clears throat> that, unfortunately, you know, you know, I'm, I'm unfortunate in that department. Hey, kids, you guys want to hear a joke? Knock, knock. Who's there? Not my dad. <laughs> oh, Mark. All right, go for it. Anyway, so look, I'll say this. Weird gigs can become great gigs if, 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 there, if there's teamwork and everyone works together. Right, and that's right. what we had to do that night. Well, so. Uh, so Lodicon was interesting. If you guys don't know what Lodicon is, Comic-Con, but in Lodi, California. So it wasn't like... <laughs> you know what? That's the perfect definition for it because it's that's what... But, it, uh, when we got the gig... Uh, they told us we had to be uh, PG, try to be PG-13, PG. Uh, so we're like, okay. And um, we did all of our stuff, but Michelson made me laugh because he goes, man, he goes, I am too hot. I mean, I had a salad before coming up here. <laughs> he did that too. He and, did that too at the Kirkwood and show. Like, and then every time he, he would have a joke bomb, he would just be like, you know what? Whatever, I'm just gonna go have a salad after this. I won't remember none of this. <laughs> he just, it was killing me so bad. But um, so I went up like a little after Nick, uh, but there was this kid in the front row who was heckling each comic, and the kid had a good one towards Nick. Uh, he was dressed up as Gizmo from fucking uh the Gremlins. Yeah, and he looks at Nick, uh, and Nick goes. I forgot what happened, but Nick's like, you know, Nick's telling his jokes. Everyone's laughing, but this kid's not laughing. And Nick's like, hey, da 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 talking to him. And the kid's like, when does the comedy start? Uh... And Nick, Nick goes, you could tell he was about to lay into him. And he goes, oh, like you could tell he's like, 
He's like, you're so lucky. I'm he was about ready to take off his belt, and he was like, oh, yeah, right. I'm out in public, right. He's like, you're so lucky I had a salad before this. Like, <laughs> yeah, But uh, I went up there, and the first thing I said was, uh, hey, kid, uh, what was it that I said? I said, hey, you better not heckle me or else I'm going to throw water on you. Because, you know, gremlin. And yeah. got a little chuckle, and the kid goes, I don't get it. And I'm like, because you're dressed up as a gremlin. And he goes, uh-huh. I never seen the movie. And I'm like, why are you dressed up as a gremlin? Like, it made you're me- wearing, I mean, you're wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt. You don't listen to Led Zeppelin, you know? So that's, that's <laughs> kind of how it is. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> that's always fun. You ever run into those people like who have like I don't think anyone's had a core. Uh, the big one is Metallica. People yeah, yeah, will be never... wearing a Metallica shirt, and you're like, oh my god, I have a joke about it. Where I'm like, what's your favorite song? And then they're like, oh, actually, I don't know what Metallica is. I just like the way the shirt looks, and I'm just like, I hate you. Like, die. <clears throat> I mean, Anyways. I wear I wear like skater fucking shirts and yeah, I, I, guess, I don't want to get on it like for, i love Led Zeppelin. i i host a fucking goddamn uh comedy show yeah indoor skate park and i don't know how to skate at all so yeah fair enough we're all kind of posers anyway uh, so so yeah uh anyways after my set you know i did good for that crowd the only thing is there was one joke and all the comics thought it was hilarious and they thought it was too much i don't think it was that bad for pg-13 yeah so i did my uno therapist joke but I cut out the the ending part where I say, uh, how many times you touch as a child? Instead, I said, how many times did you cry today? And I said, Uno, you know, it was not as good, but yeah. it was more PG. But <coughs> I still left in the part where I say, um, I understand you've been having some, uh, I said, uh, saying suicidal thoughts. I said, sad thoughts. Why do you think that is? By the way, draw four. And I looked in the, excuse me, that's why I'm sad, make me draw four. How dare you? I'll kill your parents. I literally still screamed it. And all the kids went, <gasps> But You can kind of get away with that, yeah, I the think. The parents loved it. The kids yeah. did it. It's just, when it comes to doing a G-rated show, yeah. I, th- that's what I told Michelson before we did ours. I was just like, you know what? <clears throat> this is going to be a lot of whipped cream, okay? Very little cake. Very little cake. It's just going to be a lot of whipped cream. So we got to do, we got to do whatever we can. I told him, you know what? Uh, riff, 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 riff away. That's what we're going to do right now. Okay. Cause yeah, we don't have a whole lot do. of, yeah. So it's just like, that's just, all you can do. Just have a good fun performance. It's going to be a lot of riffing and you're not going to be doing a whole lot of material. Uh, so just, uh, so just, wait, wait, wait. Ah, you good. Yeah. Hang on. Ah, Sorry, I'm like checking. How's my microphone sound? <laughs> you sound good. Sit. I mean, does your regular voice. This way. The microphone's good. You're this way. Okay, look, the microphone's good. Your regular voice stinks, but the microphone's good. So yeah, that's all that matters. Okay. I don't know what's wrong with my voice right now. Okay. I all know. right, I want to talk about a gig we both did a couple months ago Which at a be- <laughs> beautiful town called Twain Heart. Yeah, let's try our best not to name the venue. Okay. <laughs> it's Dwayne Hart so small. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's so small. It was it was hosted by this sad no, excuse me. It was put together by this sad, sad man. Yeah, I felt really bad. I it I mean <coughs> yeah. It, All right. I, I felt terrible. I wish 
he could, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't give a shit. I was laughing my balls off when oh, we were driving home. This is the button I was looking for. Oh. Uh, Level's whoa. good. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Uh, all right. Yeah, so we're going. So... We're going to this gig, and we yeah. kind of had a feeling this was not going to be a very good gig. Well, uh, in conclusion. In conclusion, I don't know if that's the right word. That's uh, the wrong word. I, that was my second time going there. The first time was amazing. Okay. Uh, it was in December of last year, and they made me host the show, and it was a packed house. There was probably like a good maybe 50, 60 people there. It's, again, that's still good. Lesson to all you new comics out there starting a room. Your first show is going to be like the opening weekend at the box office. Right. You're going to have your biggest gate and your biggest numbers and the most amount of people there. Your second show is going to be like the second week at the uh, box office. Big, huge drop-off. It's not about the first show. It's about all the other shows you can maintain. Right, right. So remember that. That's to you, new comics. You're going to be, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be on a fucking cloud nine that first show. And then the second show, I've known people that done a second show and they only get two or three people paid yep. to be there. So, I mean, look at like all, look at like, no offense to me, but like for like Finnegan's and shit. Like, remember when we first started that up, it would be packed. Like, yeah. All of us. And then now yeah. everyone's like, yeah, I'll, I'll try. Yeah, I'm I'll working try. on some, I'm working on some new stuff. Oh, who'd you murder? Why is there anagrams? I don't know. So anyway, we go to Twain Hart. We did not have a good feeling about this show. I'm I'm gonna be the the host. And I was supposed to headline. And the two people. There's two people. My mom and stepdad. <laughs> That's and we it. still did the fucking show. So I was gonna be like, nah, fuck this. I was gonna just do my whole forty-five. And Mark yells, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. My face, I hope, I, I want to post the clip. There's, uh, so we were just joking. I'm like, man, sold out crowd tonight. Da, da, da. And my mom just started recording me and Mark. So I'm like, wow, sold out crowd tonight. And Mark's like, yeah, I know. And I was like, should I record my set? And Mark just goes, no. <laughs> yes. It was the most, if you, it's very, I said it very matter of factly. As, well, I was as just kidding, pot. but it was just funny how Mark's like, no. No. Uh, how do you host a comedy show for two people? Uh, how? I'm just used to it with like the shitty open mics I've done and stuff. Open mic is an open mic is an open mic, but for two people at a show, um... what's worse is so it was my mom and stepdad, and I was like, they're like, just say new stuff. They're like, just have fun. Yeah, yeah. So I went up there and I told them like a new one-liner joke I was working on. It was my, who'd you murder? They find, um, they find the bodies? What? I, I'm not enough people. What would you do if Kiefer just ran through the, came through the window? He's like, shit! He's not that important. He's expendable. Bruh. <laughs> we, um, we just can't continue on with the podcast. No, I, did, I have this new one-liner I do where I say, if and when I decide to kill myself, I want to do it the old-fashioned way. Toaster in a bathtub. That way it's easy to clean up blood after you bash your head in with a toaster. Yes, yes. My mom and my stepdad did not laugh. And we were in the car ride on the way home. And they're like, suicide's not funny, Jordan. And I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's not. <coughs> I can probably name, I'm like, that one was a little bit graphic. I can understand that. I'm like, but suicide is a, like, could be funny. Suicide's always and hilarious. Said, name one joke you know. 
I told them David Thorne's joke about hanging themselves with anal beads. They laughed their ass off. And I was like, fucking checkmate. And I told, I told David Thorne that. I was like, hey, I had to use your joke to prove my mom and step down a point. Because they're like, oh, you can't joke about that. I'm like, but what if you tell it in this way? They're like, ah, then that's funny. Then it means it's funny. Everything is funny. I didn't know it. Oh, I just wanted... I didn't know what to do during that Twain Hart show. At one oh, point, fucking bird uh, flew in on your set. Yeah, <clears throat> Patrick Ely, um, um, he was with us during that show. <clears throat> Two birds flew in, and they just were flying around in the venue. And then he flew out, and Patrick was disappointed because, like, God damn it, there goes half our audience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like them. Yeah. Like, they made me feel good for a second. Uh, okay, so the show was so bad. The guy that ran the show. Uh, he also owned the venue. It was an axe throwing place. So then he goes uh, after the show's bad. over. <laughs> who cares? I was about to say, I was okay. like, you're not helping the guy's case at all. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So anyway, uh, he's like, um, so guys, you think I should just, uh, you know, wrap it all up, you know? And it's like, and I'm like, I don't know, comedy shows, I may not want to do them here. No, I mean the whole venue. You think I should just close it all down? And then he started breaking down in front of us, and then we had to console him. Yeah, I felt. And bad. then after after we left, I told Patrick in the car, I was like, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that guy doused that venue in gasoline after we left. I've seen that they've they've thrown a few sh more shows after us, so oh, I dear. don't I don't know if it went well oh. or if they figured it out, but I don't know. Oh, good lord! Yeah, God I... for God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. What sucks uh, is the first show that I did, they had us perform on the ground <coughs> in front of the axe-throwing things. And I made a joke about it where I was like, I literally feel like if I bomb tonight, you're going to throw axes at me. Because, you know what I mean? But then, the second show, they built the stage. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this looks nice. I'm excited. And then, no crowd. I was thinking like a Tales from the Crypt episode since it's an axe-throwing place. After the show, you know, he gets one of the axes and he just kind of... <laughs> Kind of just puts it against his wrists. <laughs> you know, I just, yeah. I'll say this, people. Uh, sometimes you never know what you're going to get with a show, but that, 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 we came up short. We came up short that night, and it I was a. Uh, in so many weird locations, man. I performed on top of a record store that was going out of business. Have I told you that one? No. Yeah, they, uh,. They, this, I forget, uh, it was in like Manteca, Modesto, something like that. It's just a record store going out of business. They had us go up to this DJ booth, like on top of the, the record store. And while people were shopping, we're just saying jokes to people. <laughs> like they're, a lot of them are just like shopping and like, whatever. They're just like getting a CD and they're just like. <sighs> like they were like what fuck but we had like a few people being like this like they're actually enjoying themselves it's just right. it's a weird location and then i did that show with fucking amy thompson and uh elvin at a pizzeria where they had us on a balcony thing and there was two audience members there i drove all the way to san francisco for that fucking bullshit and uh, you told me the pay wasn't good either no 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 oh, boy uh what else? There's so many dumb ones I've done. I've I did. There's one I think I think I've told you about before. Uh, during the pandemic, as some of you guys know, we couldn't perform. It sucked. Uh, but this was one of my favorite weird venues I've ever done. Is uh, Carlos Rodriguez? Shout out to him. I, he's like one of my idols. Like 
in our scene. Well, I guess he's in Vegas now. But anyways, uh, he's like, hey, I got a venue. Uh, you want to perform? And I was like, fuck yeah. I'm I, I, I didn't care. I was like, whatever it is, I'll do it because it was the pandemic. Yeah. And he goes, cool, here's the address. He sends me somebody's house. So I was like, whatever. It's a party at someone's house. I'll do it. Yeah. We get there. And then uh, this party, like this guy built a bar, like a legit bar, built a stage for us, had a, a sound equipment, everything, and had tables set. Like It looked like he was running a business out of his backyard. It was crazy. There was like 50, 60 people there. They weren't. I hate to say it, they were not uh, doing, uh, whatchamacallit, six feet and shit. They didn't give a fuck. It was a family. Yeah. We didn't have to wear masks or anything. But By the way, everyone in the 209, we didn't give a shit. You didn't lock us down during that time. Yeah, That's I, for damn straight. I mean, you know what, you little, you want, you little pricks? You want to fucking do your little lockdowns again, your mandates? Blow me. You can't put me down in my spot, okay, asshole? I can do whatever I want. I ain't so, afraid of no ghost. I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> They had me uh, host this show, and it was so much fun. Like, it literally, like, that crowd was like, we want, like, they loved it. Yeah. And my favorite moment of the night was when, before I walked in, they're like, all right, Jordan, here's the bar. This guy knows that you're a comic. You get free drinks throughout the night. And I was like, oh, cool. And the guy's like, what do you want? I was like, I'll have some Coke. And he's like, ah, oh, my man. And I was like, Coca-Cola. And he's like, oh. Like, he was so upset. So he opens this new two liter of Coke, pours me a glass. He goes, here you go. I'm like, thank you. <clears throat> and then throughout the show, I'll come back. Hey, can I get a refill? He's like, yeah, sure. After my third refill, he goes, dude, you're the only one drinking soda. Everyone's drinking beer. You're the only one here. <clears throat> and he just, and he's like, your set was hilarious. Here's a tip. And he just gives me the entire two liter. <laughs> and so I'm just walking around and Carlos is like, what the fuck? I'm all, he said I was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so My I'm tip. just sitting in the front row watching the show <laughs> with a fucking two liter of fucking Coca-Cola. It was the best. I gave, my tip was a two liter of Kirkland signature soda. <laughs> but he was generally like, bro, you're the only one drinking Coke. Yeah. Just take it. But that was private, a fun one. Private gigs can be scary. I think we have time for one more story. Mark, what are you feeling? All right. Okay. By the way. I'll go with. If you guys want more of these, leave it in the comments below. We we have plenty of Don't say that. They're not going to say anything now. Huh? Don't say that. They're not going to say anything now. We'll get a few people. If not, then we won't tell the stories. Hey, send me a hate comment. I always like hate comments. Those I, are my favorites. I don't. Can you, I do. Can you guys leave us compliments, please? No, I want a, hate, I want a hateful one. Can you guys leave yep. a very sexual comment towards Mark? Uh, I'm taken now. <clears throat> All right, this one I this one I threw myself into. Now, if we uh, they, there's the roast battling, right? Yeah. And uh, Mr. Josh Means, basically the commissioner of a uh, roast battle Bay Area, yes. uh, he always likes to have a screwy matchup of the night. Uh, so he likes to have like uh, the good, you know, up and comers and some established uh, veterans and that kind of shit, <clears throat> good writers and stuff like that. And then he likes to have the what the fuck is this even doing on the card? Right, right, right. Uh, Rose Battle of the Night. Uh, so he was booking this online on Facebook, and then Stephen Ferris was in the comment section, and he just needed, he was just trying to find someone to battle. Nobody looked like he was swimming by himself in the lake, you know? And he had nobody, nobody to be around. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll do it. I'll Rose Battle you because that sounds entertaining. And it was booked immediately. 
So <clears throat> I I didn't I don't know too much about this uh, Stephen Ferris. If you don't know, Stephen Ferris is a he's a he's a kind man. He's a comic out of Sacramento, but he might have brain damage. So um, <laughs> so have that in mind. Uh, <clears throat> he does. I love him too. He does full sets about deodorant sticks and ceiling fans. I told you, I've, uh, yeah, I was about to say, like, that's my yep. favorite moment from him ever was the ceiling fan. We so, not, we, he literally, we were just, what are you going to joke about? I might talk about ceiling fans. And we we're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And he went yeah. out there and he only talked about ceiling fans for five minutes. Yes. Uh, so I was like, I don't know much about him. I'm going to give him, I'm going to ask him to call me and we'll talk about it the day before. <clears throat> so I told him my spiel. I told him where I worked and uh, some history about me, some fun facts, all this kind of shit. And then he was like, okay, all right. Um, okay, Mark, I have questions for you. All right. Here's my first question. Are you a fan of Little House on the Prairie? <laughs> I'm like, no. I said, well, that's surprising. That's surprising. What's your favorite kind of tree? I'm like, Redwood. Like, wow, you turned your back on your own name. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit. So we get into the battle. I, I, I you know, I, you got to have your rebuttals, you know? Right. <clears throat> so when it came to... Uh, the battle was so chaotic. When we first got on stage, they immediately started laughing at us. Wow. Uh, and I was, I was just like, like, "Oh my god, like the they're a circus." Yeah, we're like, "They're already laughing at us." It's like, I think they want us to have a freak show. Is this going to be a freak show fight? It's like, you know what? If you guys want a fucking freak show, you're going to get a goddamn freak show tonight. There you go. So basically, I it, it was so chaotic the roast battle. I, I almost said the N word. What is up with you today? I, look, this Mark, is what happened. That's when not I, okay. I try to said I try to say special key spe, special needs kids. Instead, I said special needs nids. Now they're not even similar, Mark. The crowd went, whoa! The crowd went, whoa! And then Alvin Duke, he's a black guy, he, he was one of the judges. He's like, whoa, what the fuck? I was like, hey, hey, I didn't say it, all right? I didn't say it. I didn't say it. He's like, what, I, like I think we think you did. It's like, no, no, check the tape. Check the tape! And I was shouting at the crowd to check the tape. Oh, my God, Mark. Uh, there's one part of the roast battle I won't even mention. It involves somebody I'm seeing, and it was embarrassing, but oh, I yeah. made it funny. Let's just say I... I lost it immediately. Then I made it funny. The roast battle was so chaotic. <clears throat> we just lost track of what jokes we were doing. And then we just started talking to each other. <laughs> and uh, he, he wanted, I didn't know what to do. I felt ashamed of the roast battle. But at the same time, I was like, well, it was pretty entertaining. And then uh, that's where the Mark Maple fucking division came out of. Basically, it was came out of that goddamn. You guys don't know. They have a fucking division named after me at the yeah. goddamn roast battles you, win, you, get you get a helmet put it this way i'm in i'm uh, proud of it and ashamed of it all at once but uh right. it was a quite a eventful eventful journey it was quite a moment and uh, that's how i am that's usually him at, at these roast battles that's usually how i look like hey at least you're having fun that's all that matters i'm just trying to make it seem like the fucking light ring is part of like a graphic. 
<laughs> well, sure. anyway, young comics take the gigs you can get. Hey, you you got might want to. You might want to say no to a couple. Oh, um, yeah. I'm gonna do one next month. That sounds like it sucks. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna plug that show. Save anyway. it. Save it until uh, I want to hear that story. Whenever it happens. I'll just tell you. I'll tell you immediately. I know there's a there's one next month coming up where I'm like, oh yeah, this one's gonna suck. Yeah, that bad. <coughs> All right. Anyway, uh, well, people, that's about it. Yeah. We're well, gonna wrap up because we're tired and we're cranky and, and or we're hungover. Is killing me, but I did it for you. I did it for you. We did it for you. We're gonna come back. We're gonna try to come back. It's season we're three. Back. I'm saying it. We're coming back. I'm coming right. all, all of your backs. Yes, that's right. We're doing it. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm season gonna... season two, I think there is like five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we're going to... I, I kind of want to do a whole revamp too. I'd love to like change up the art maybe and like show... You know what I mean? We're going to do something big. We're going to like... Add, I want to add some... Like We're going we're gonna to have fun. I'm going to make this happen. People... I'm the creator of Graffiti Comedy. Please go to Graffiti Comedy September 8th. Now, that is a cool gig. Yes. That's a good one with nice crowds and a cool aesthetic. And, yes. And I'm the host. And it's going to be chaotic. I tell the comics to take chances that night. I don't give a fuck. They got Finn Happy. Please have me back. I haven't been there. That was a fun fucking show. You'll be back eventually. You'll be back eventually. I but I don't do it every month. It's a I special. The last one I was on, I think, was in like February. I don't know. You know, I am. I, 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 I throw. I, it's a, it's a comedy show. The comics want to be on. Yes, so. I love it. It was a great. I, vibe. I don't do. I don't do it every month either. I do it every other month. Which is smart. Tickets, tickets are on sale on Eventbrite. Get those. Also, uh, we got Bricks and Hops uh, this coming Friday, uh, September first. Uh, one of the best uh, comics in the entire state of California, Alex Rodriguez, is going to be your goddamn headline. I literally was going to just show up and watch, but I have my own show to go to. But, uh, wait. Yeah. What am I talking about? Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I do. We, uh, Mario, the guy, the Mario from LA, he's coming up to do the guest spot. Oh, dope, dope. That'll be dope. Uh, what else? I don't know. There's other shit, wait, but who I cares? Should, should I the <laughs> second or the first? Oh, yeah, it's on the first. Yeah. Um, uh, and then that's, uh, there's other shows. Follow me on Instagram to figure out all the other shit. But those are the two important ones. Why? Because I produce those ones. And those ones mean a lot to me. Also, uh, news coming up on a show I'm going to be producing in Sacramento. I can't totally say it right now. It's not totally confirmed, but it's 90% there. Uh, follow me at Madman Maple on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. My voice is fucked, too. Continued success. Uh, you guys know what it is. I throw <laughs> a show at Stab Comedy Theater in Sacramento called Subject Line. Each month we do a different subject. Uh, the same night is uh mark's show but it's at nine well yours is at nine too huh yep anyways you can't uh, go to both you got to pick one pick dude. one if you're more of a fan of clean comedy check this one out this is the subject we have to stick to clean jokes uh september 9th i'll be at an aa fundraiser in loomis california location to be announced i'm doing uh a show with wendy lewis so you guys should check that out if you're that's in the nice. area that's nice um and then uh, your boy's one of the new hosts at uh, Stab Open Mic. So if you guys just want to come see me, uh, September 10th, I'll be hosting that open mic. So if you just want to come on out, see me tell some new jokes, check it out. Uh, September 13th, I'll be at Nights in Saloon at Nights in California. Never been there, never heard of it. Dave Touchstone's putting it together. I hope it's a good show. Let's, let's see. 
That's that's uh, that's gonna. We'll talk about that on a future podcast. That show. And then September seventeenth, I'll be at the Callback Bar doing Dress to Kill. We all have to dress up and look sexy as fuck while telling jokes, and then people judge who has the sexiest outfit. What do you? What, what's the outfit you have in mind? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> I have an idea, but uh, we'll get there. Now remember, you have to walk that aisle too. You can't just you can't just run up there and. Tell no, no. no you gotta like you know. You gotta strike a pose. You know. I know. I have. I, I have a few ideas. Okay. But yeah, uh, I have a few more coming up. But I'm just gonna announce those later. You don't need yeah. to know what I'm doing in October. Yeah. Yet. So. Uh, yeah, people, guys. subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your family members. And but don't tell your fucking kids. Yes, okay. Yes, please don't. Also, please check us out on our social medias. Jordan Q Bomb on everything for me. Mad Mad Maple for Mark. Uh, Maple Bomb Podcast, check it out on everything. Give us five stars on Spotify and on iTunes. It helps us out, please. And anything else? Don't watch Oppenheimer in the front row at an IMAX theater. Because that happened to me recently. I, yeah, you don't want to be like this. <clears throat> this is crazy. <laughs> By the way, I kept like seeing like all like the pimples, the pimples and the in the actors' faces Jesus. during the whole it was like the main chick in the movie. She had the zit on her face during half the film. It was great. Anyways, continued success. I can't talk. Continued success. Uh.